ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back, and we're going to educate Joe on the word trash one more time. And now your host, Joe Altman. And T. Tiger. <laughs> and, and I got my old lady. He, he has his old lady, his, his cracker. All right, first off, we do not allow anything. His trash Hillary cracker. Who let the Hillary Clinton thing on the show? I, I did not. You? I did not let you it happen. This thing and I you did let not let it happen. I did not. Hey, listen. Come on, man. Hey, stop it. You're stop. Yeah. No, no. no. The, I, I deal with a lot of things. Somebody is going to go she's fight this. She's literally I'm busting my. Oh. <laughs> Hilarious, guys. Hey, Joe, before hey, we everybody. get back into it earlier, you did say the word trash. Did you I not? Did, I did All say right, the word so, trash. So Max is like, dude, make sure that Joe knows what's going on. So here we go. The synonym filth. for trash today is filth. It's foul matter that mars the purity of cleanliness or something. So it, um, I like that one probably the best. But just remember, every time Joe says trash, we let him know. Gentlemen, you are, you are back. All right. So, hey, listen, it, uh, I was walking by um, Tigway's outside, and I go, hey, you want to get on the show? Ma- Max uh, got a little sick. He couldn't be with us because he's a little sick. Yeah, I didn't think he had a Starbucks. I was making sure he didn't have a Starbucks. We were going to have a problem if he had a Starbucks. That's what you had in your car. It's all you see all That is not – I don't have Starbucks. I haven't been to a Starbucks. nothing but the Starbucks trash on see, the floor of your see, car. See what happens? See what happens? That is absolutely not true. Yeah. It, you just move this – actually, we're, we're having all sorts of trouble today. <laughs> Every- Tig looks like a little man. <laughs> Tig looks like uh, Carter. Carter and uh, Biden. You know, the little puppet. This. <laughs> I don't know why. Do I guess what I got scoot up? I yeah, scoot up a little bit. But then I'm like, my 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 belly. I'm working on my belly. It's it's touching the table. It's just weird. Yeah, you're a little bit further away. It's kind of what's this? <laughs> it's like a pill boy's doughboy. Pill pill berries <laughs> doughboy. <laughs> so this in this hour, this take, used to be a serious podcast. Yeah, it it actually mostly is a serious podcast. This is going to get pretty serious, actually. Um, dude looks like a lady. Oh, I'm sorry. We got a first. Before we do that, we want to make sure that we um, thank our sponsors. And one of our sponsors is if you want to help a Christian conservative candidate to campaign winners serve in office, all while staying true to our shared biblical values, uh, we have a way to do that. Uh, go to How to Run for Office as a Christian Conservative, um, the new online course from former U.S. Congressman Bill Redman. It's the only comprehensive campaign training with a biblical world view. Check it out at runforoffice.training slash CD. Use the a special conservative daily discount code of CD10. That's Charlie David 10 for an additional 10%, the already super affordable price. And people will go, hey, listen, I, I don't want to run for office, but you probably want to know how to run for office. Because we might be able to convince you over the next three, six months, nine months to run for office. And so you want to be prepared for that. And if you don't want to run for office and somebody else does, then it might be good to actually know what to do to get somebody to successfully win and take back your area from these leftist terrorists. Um, In service to our great country, we must all work together to glorify God through government for such a time as this. How to run for office as a Christian conservative. All the info is at runforoffice.training slash CD. Okay, so uh, I want to uh, take it. It was... Whoo! Yesterday, I went through all the things that we're dealing with as a country. The border. Now we have, uh, it, you know, we have our own Congress people that are actually turning against Israel. 
Israel being the small country in the middle of the Middle East, getting attacked by Hamas. Well, they've been doing that for since they got into office, but. But, but, but the point is, is it looks like they're they're speaking for our foreign policy. They're speaking and saying, "Hey, we're not going to s- support Israel." Then there were, there were fights and and uh, protests on the street, as yep. if these Hamas people in the U.S. can stand up and 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 basically ba- they were bashing the United States, they were bashing Israel, and we're supposed to just tolerate it. We're supposed to tolerate that. Well, I think uh, Hamas, they, they stood up in the uh, Eon Omar's freaking uh, neighborhood yeah. uh, last year and actually did a parade uh, when the, uh, they're in, in the middle of the city where the buildings got all burnt down and pretty much said we're going to burn this place from border to border. And, and I know a lot of people don't know about that because obviously mainstream media is not going to throw it out there. But, yeah, they had their own – Hamas had their own little parade. Well, what's, what's even more horrific about it, I think, collectively is that – there's, there's no one in government, Biden or, or others are not standing up and saying anything. And I wonder how you could be Jewish and vote for Democrats. How could you? How could you vote for this leftist terrorist organization that are nothing but pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists? How does that even become a thing? Well, I'd just say, in, in general, how could you vote for Democrat? Period. <laughs> Being they, They've destroyed everything they've touched. Yep. Everything they've touched, they've turned to... To, to trash. Pretty much. Filth. Hashtag the left are liars. So uh, I got this letter in the mail. And, um, I, y- you know, it's not always great. It's not always great. Y- you, you last year, there was a time, there was a couple week period of time where you were getting hammered by the media. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and the hammering was so bad that I would call you and be, and I would go, hey, Tig, how you doing? You go, I don't, man, I can't believe they wrote that about me. I can't believe it. I said, you have to let it go. I mean, they're writing stuff, bad stuff about you for, I don't Since know, the better 2014? part of Yeah, better part of a decade. <laughs> uh, you have your own fan club. <laughs> I know. But it, it's the stuff that you get that reinforces what you do from people that just take the time to write something yep. that, that changes everything for you. <clears throat> so I... Um, I wasn't going to do this, but I am going to do this. I'm actually going to read this letter. Dude, you got it from some, some idiot out wandering around. I did? Yeah. No. Des Moines, Iowa. Idiots out wandering around. I'm from <laughs> Iowa. So I'm one of those idiots. You're one of those idiots. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading this because uh, so my wife sat over my shoulder. She goes, what is it? Somebody sent you a letter, Joe. Um, can you read it? So I started reading it. I didn't read it out loud. She walked over my shoulder as I flipped it over and one of the things that it says is I want to thank your wife. So my wife started crying because the sacrifice has been as big of a sacrifice for my family as it has been for me. It is, it has not been easy. These leftist terrorists attack me. I attack back. So to me, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm in the fight. I'm all, I'm all about the fight. I've never seen a fight. I didn't like, Now I don't go out and pick fights, but I don't like bullies. I don't like evil people. And that represents everything about the Antifa BLM movement. They're all evil. They're evil, 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 fascist, Nazi, communist, garbage, trash. So I'm going to read this to you on that. And uh, I'm not going to read her name, but I I do know that she does listen very often. So I want you to know that it did touch my family. I want to say thank you to you. So here we go. Just take two minutes or three minutes. My name is, hi, Joe. My name is. I'm writing to you from my home office in the middle of Iowa. I've been paying bills this morning and listening to interviews on Telegram. 
In an hour, I'll head to another interior painting job. That's my profession. Started out um, of necessity 15 years ago when my husband was forced into retirement from farming and from his position as a leading Republican representative in the Iowa House of Representatives. Thank you for his service. When he had saved, when he had served eight years. I'm a registered Republican, I'm conservative, and I'm a sister in Christ. I say sister, but it says sister. And I'm young, 59 years old. I watch national politics fairly closely and have taught our two children to do the same. Since November 3rd, 2020, I've been following the alarms, the discrepancies, the discoveries, the misinformation campaigns to keep myself educated about this election theft and attack on our country. I paint nine to 10 hours each day, come home for a few hours of home and family, then study the latest updates for two to three hours. That's been my pattern for months. You are one of the sources I have been following. It's been months uh, now since I first heard you reference the call you were on when you first heard about Eric, the guy from Dominion. Your attention to that small detail of that call will become such a huge thing as this coup is unraveled and justice is carried out on the foreign and domestic enemies. I want to thank you. I thank your wife too. For she is in this battle with you. You've shared some of the sacrifices you've made, but I'm sure we haven't heard most of them. No, I haven't. I'm just glad God pulled you into the fight where you say, I don't want to be. He is so obvious to me. It is so obvious to me that our country needs you, needs your attention to detail. We need your faith. We need your obedience to the instructions from the Holy Spirit. We need your time. We need your influence. We need your attitude that you never walk away from a fight. I am grateful that the Lord has placed you here at this time. I don't have much to offer you in terms of help. Like millions of people in the U.S. and abroad, we worry to we worry to help, but don't know. We I'm sorry, we want to help, but don't know how. If you have a task that is a farmer's daughter, former educator, wife of a statesman, small business owner, and mother can do, send it my way. Meantime, I will continue to ask the Lord to guide you, to protect you. And your family to protect your property, your finances. Again, thank you. Ah, I just want to say Slim Shady. Slim Shady. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Because every time you like, say my name is, my name is, you yeah. said it like twice. I was like, I just want to say Slim Shady so bad. Ah, so I had to correct the ice too. I appreciate it. It, you know, it, it it is hard sometimes. It does get to the point where you don't want to, you don't want to be doing it. Um, That's the truth. And. Uh, but I said today that we would talk about, so I want to say thank you to the, who wrote the letter. And I didn't use your name because I didn't feel it was appropriate. Shady. But I did want you all to know that um, it is letters like this that keeps me going, keeps Tig going, keeps all of us going in this fight to save our country. That brings me to the fight. To I think the strangest ones that I get are the ones from people overseas. And they say the yeah. same thing to people here. Like, I'm glad you're in the fight. Like, holy freaking cow. Yeah. There's people paying attention everywhere. Yeah. And yet we, of course, we, they always want my signature, so I always send something back. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can you sign this for me? <laughs> um, so it gets to the fight, Tig. And, I, and I've said it before, and I already know that the, uh, the FBI and the CIA are compromised. I don't put them in the same uh, category as back to blue. I can't. 
not because I don't believe there are some of them that are good, but I believe the people that are really good in those organizations are not standing up to this establishment, this woke establishment that's destroying everything our country stands for. Well, the biggest problem is because they're all educated by all these uh, liberal colleges, and they just, they, yeah, it just destroys their mindset and their and their patriotic duty to this country. I think everybody should have a patriotic duty to the country that they live in. And we we we've. But then we have to get to how do we how do we solve the problem? If everywhere we turn there's corruption, we talk about the border. We know the border is a major problem. 178,000 kids that have come across the border just in the last five months. Um, we, we talk about what's happening with um, the drug trafficking, the human trafficking, the big problem. I feel like there's a hundred holes in our boat, and we we wonder how we can solve it. How do we solve the corruption in our government? How do we stop Fauci from doing the things that Fauci is doing? How do we put ourselves in a position where we can fight against it. And I've been hesitant to say that it's going to take, I have said, if you take our country any further from here, it's going to, blood's going to spill. You're going to have to spill blood because I certainly am not going to let it happen. I know you're not going to let it happen, but I don't see, I don't see a lot of, I don't see a lot of options when HR1, S1, they're trying to pass a bill that keeps these people in power and allows them to destroy the, our very way of life. Well, I think the biggest, like so far, I mean, a lot of the left, they are Democrats in general. They've been electing younger and more vicious individuals. And right. I think we got to do the same thing. Our politicians are a bunch of pansy asses. I don't know if I can. They're say compromised. That word. But they're they're again. It's just uh, I think that's we need to, we need term limits because all these people again like Liz Cheney, all this other stuff that's going on. You know, Biden. I mean, dude's been in office since before I was born. I think, um, and he'll probably be still in office after I even die, whenever that's going to be. But you know, it's I. We need term limits. People need to quit using tax you know our tax dollars as a retirement and income they need to just go to office do what they can and get the hell out that's my opinion I again they, they have there's an high there's an uh, that what what blew my mind when i started getting involved after after the whole benghazi conspiracy incident um just the hierarchy the hierarchy that's in that's in congress and in the senate it's like no we need we need to be in here for decades because that's how we gain our power that's how we 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 become up here and then all these other lower people down here it's like i'm sorry but you they were elected they're on the same level as you dick cheney or liz cheney whatever the hell her name liz is cheney, yeah to me well, there, there should dick not cheney be, jr <laughs> there, there should not be different <laughs> levels of hierarchy inside elected officials no but there is, and I think that's the biggest problem. That's what's destroying this country. Again, we need term limits. We need to get these freaking these people out of office, regardless of how good they are, how well they're doing. They need to move on and get a life, instead of living off off the tit of the of our government. Uh, well, not in our government of us. I honestly, I mean, well, I, I think that's how we well, fix it. Well, I think that's, that's a part, part of where we fix it. But I think that when they go to the streets, we have to finally meet them on the streets. I actually think that the reason why we're where we are right now is that we stop punching people in the mouth for being for being unethical. I, and look, that, and I, I'm, we not, don't. I'm not advocating for violence. I'm just telling you right now that if you come to my house and you try to steal something from me, you try to rob me, there's a high probability that you're going to need um, AirMed Care Network. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to read it just yet. I'm not going to read it just yet. But if you come to my house, you're going to need Air, Air, Air Med Care Network for sure. Um, and they're going to have to fly into the cul-de-sac and park the helicopter there because you can't get to my house very easily. Yeah, you can land in the cul-de-sac. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. All right, so we have a caller. Lawman is on the call, and he just retired. 
He just retired as a police officer down in Florida. He's also a part of UADF. So, Lawman, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. How you doing, brother? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. Hey, Tig. So, I heard a little birdie told me that you were going to play your last call on the show. Hey, Joe. Um, I did. Well, I sent a video to Josh. Hopefully, he can play it. He, he has the video queued up. So while you're on the call, we're going to go ahead and play it. This is to honor Lawman, who just retired as a police officer in Florida. Before we do that, I just want to say thank you for everything that you did during your career. Here we go. Hey, everybody. This is the last call. I'm done. Sector 25 Alpha. 25 Alpha, guys. Can you log me off 10-7 for the last time? 10-4-18-0-3. That's it. I'm done. Retired. <laughs> See you guys soon. Hey, congratulations, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And and I and I gotta tell you, it uh you you said in the comments that you didn't get emotional and I almost got emotional and I'm not an emotional guy. <laughs> And I got emotional for you. you know, just it, the thought of just, I don't know, having you on the streets and doing the work that you've done. And you maybe, cry every time you see my dog. I do, kind of. I love your dog. <laughs> what, <laughs> what's, funny, what's funny is when I showed uh, my wife Eve the video, yeah. she cried. Yeah. Because every day so. you went to work, she worried about making sure that you were going to come home. Or maybe yeah. she... I'm actually, I'm actually tearing up now. I bet. <laughs> that's, that's a hard thing to... To back away from you know after so many years but you know again thank you for your service and the, like, like we talked earlier i mean I, i'm gonna be down in uh in florida next week actually doing a book signing down there and uh at the uh nine line office and down around miami i don't know the exact address but i know you can't make it because of what you got going on but um anybody else wants to try to come out me myself and another guy uncle sam has got a children we're gonna be down there but um i just had to bring that up since you're in florida yeah, I wish I could. And we, we've had those reservations to uh, go up to Tennessee for uh, about two months now. Well, I got to tell you, um, as, a, as a listener of the show, and it, you know, it's an honor that you actually gave us the opportunity to play it for you. Um, but the thing that I think that ran through my mind it, when you actually did your last call was the thing I just said about your wife, and that is she's making sure that you came home safe every night and this is kind of a culmination of all of those days that you you yourself went to work thinking to yourself hey this could be the day this might be a day that i have you know that that i'm in a position where i could lose my life and i, I don't think many people understand that feeling i mean if you didn't serve in the military if you weren't putting yourself in harm's way if you didn't weren't a police officer that's a you got used to it you would say yep. but it's still a big it's a big burden to carry it is. It is. And every day I left the house, I kissed my wife and I told her I loved her. And because that's true, you never know if you're going to come home or not. Yeah. It, uh, <clears throat> well, thank you. All right. So let's talk about us. Let's, let's I, I'm really excited for you now because there's another chapter for you. <laughs> um, yes, yes, there is. Um, but I, but I'd love to talk to you a little bit about your experience in law enforcement and just how it changed 
over the over the years of being in law enforcement? I mean, in the end, what did it look like? How did it feel? What were the conversations like? Can, can you talk about that at all? Sure. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't even close to what it was like when I first started. I mean, when I first started, people respected law enforcement. Um, you know, we if a cop told you to do something, you, they, people did it. Um, towards the end, uh, it was, there was no respect for us, at least not from, not from the criminals, you know, the, the regular people, they still respect us. Yeah. The and, pe- uh, the people in the community respect you, but the, the mainstream media, the terrorists that have allowed for criminals to run amok, um, my guess is that they made it very difficult for you to do your job. Well, now they're looking they for did. a payday. That's uh, the thing. If they disobey and they, they don't, oh, not, yeah, if they don't obey your commands and you do something, they end up suing the city for millions of dollars. And you know, it, it really nowadays it seems like it pays to be the criminal. Yeah, there, there was there was probably less respect from younger people than there were older people, um, and I my opinion was that that was basically because of the way they were raised in the home. You know, there was, there was no discipline with these kids and, you know, they just ran wild and did what they wanted to do. And the parents let them. Yeah. Well, I, I told my, I used to tell my kids, I've had to spank both of my kids. Both my kids have gotten a spanking once in their life, just once. And, uh, my daughter, <laughs> I'm going to tell this story cause you can get mad at me. But she chased her little brother around the room with a butter knife. It was years until she was allowed to have a butter knife at the table again. And uh, but I whapped her on the butt. But I would tell them all the time. I was like, I will tear you out of your skin. And I know both my kids were like, what would I look like if I didn't have any skin on? (laughs) There was consequences in, in our household. And those consequences have made my kids turn out amazing. But we don't have those consequences anymore. No, we don't, unfortunately. And that's, that's the reason that uh, young people just, they don't, they don't respect police. They don't respect anybody, not even themselves, I don't think. No. Um, it's yeah, just, think so it's crazy. It, it, I think, and that's why, this is why I got back to, I get back to the part where we have to, we have to get to accountability. And accountability is going to take the strong arm. It's going to take accountability. It's good. It is going to take us exercising force. And I hate to say that, but I don't see any other way. Well, the, I mean, so going back, so discipline. Well, I was watching, uh, I don't get on social media too much, but I got on social media and actually saw a video. because you got kicked off. I know. Now, now, I gotta, now I'm under a different whatever. Anyways, so a lot, watching, the, again, some, some states, the schools can still spank kids with paddles. And I think they should still do it. I think a 100%. lot of kids need their asses beat all the way up into freaking high school. Uh, and I think that's where it starts because parents ain't doing it. People say, well, you shouldn't punish your kid. You shouldn't spank your kid. Look what's going on in society right now because, you know, the greatest generation, when you used to get your butt whipped, now this pains your weaker generations is going up now, and you don't spank your kids. I spank my kids if they do something. I don't beat them, but I spank them. And I think that's the problem because if, if there's no – repercussion for your bad actions which again i'm sorry but pain is the best way to deter somebody from doing something yep again you're, again you're not beating your kid you're just saying hey you do that you're gonna get punished and here's your punishment you're gonna get a whooping and you're Look, gonna go i stand got in the corner you're i gonna... got beat as a kid oh yeah i mean i got <laughs> yeah but 
belt with freaking metal freaking rings in it freaking yeah yeah i mean i me too and and guess guess how we turned out i mean at the time it sucked let's say what it is it sucked but there are people who take it to the limit like i mean my mom's one time she freaking actually knocked me clean out you know and i was in fifth grade i think so again some parents do take it you know to (laughs) to the extremes but again you know I'll, i'll spank my kids and i think we need more of that. We need more, you know, if if, te- if parents aren't going to raise their kids at home, do you want to send them to school, which is what they're pretty much 90% of the parents do, I won't say 90%, but they send their kids to school to be raised, but then when the school punishes their kid for doing something bad and they come in and they defend, a, defend the kid and not the school, that's where you run into problems. The same thing with law enforcement. A cop comes, you know, and arrests, arrests their kid, does something because their kid was stupid. They come and yell at the cop and not their kid. Right there, that's, that's the yeah. problem in society in itself. I'm going to yell at my yep, kid, that's true. and then, then if I think the cop screwed up, I'm going to yell at my kid, then I'm going to go back later and ask the cop, what the hell are you doing? I, you don't do it in front of the – you don't degrade the, the law in front of your kids. It's just – just, yeah. just like you don't do it in front of the other, the other parent. It would, when, when the other spouse did something to the kid you don't think was right, you don't do it in front of the kid. You, you agree, and then afterwards you go back to, the, to your spouse and say, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, you're teaching disrespect. Yep. And and my son and lawman, am I allowed to use your name, Rob? Rob? Sure. Yeah. Well, you it's too late up. now. You just Rob. said it. I I figured he did. Job, I just I just saw in there that he he actually divulged <laughs> it, so I didn't. <laughs> and I just I said it. So Rob, let me let me ask you. Uh, you know, actually, I want to tell you this. My, my my son came home one day and he was in I think ninth grade or tenth grade, and he goes, Yeah. So there was a parent and. He was yelling at me, so I started yelling back, and I looked at my son, uh, and I just wanted to get a little bit more information, and I go, Who's, whose parent was, was it? And he goes, this kid in our class, and, you know, I, I just told him, you're not my dad, and I go, oh. So I got online, called the school, found out who the dad was, and I go, guess where you're going? You're going to go back and apologize to him. You don't get to talk to adults like that. You could walk away. You can respectfully disagree, but you do not get to disrespect adults, period. My exactly. son was mortified. He was like, I have to apologize now? Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. you know, so from that day on, my son thinks about it when he goes back in the situation. And he lost a lot of privileges. I was like, okay, listen, you, uh, you, you get no privileges for the next couple of weeks. Nothing. Zero. You can go clean the yard. You can go yeah. do other things. But, and, and at the time, I think that what we've tried to become today to our, our kids is their friend. Yeah, and not their parent. And I and I tell exactly. my kids, I tell my kids, I'm not your friend. I'm your dad. I'm your dad. I'm your dad. I'm your father. I'll be there for you. I will protect you. I'll be your I'm, friend when you get the hell out of my house. Yeah, yeah we can have lots of time to be friends when you're older and have kids. And I say, I told you so. Told you so. Yep. So. Yep. Do you have? I kids? will tell you one thing. I mean, no, I don't have any kids. Um, but uh, I will tell you one thing. When I did something wrong and I got spanked or I got hit with a belt or something, whatever it was that I did, I never repeated. Oh. I never made that mistake again. Well, at least you're smart. I did. I kept doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a hard, I'm a thick-headed, hard learner. I guess that's why I joined the Marines. Yes. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a firm believer in corporal punishment. Yeah, uh, which, by the way, is perfectly legal. Yep, it is. 
the, the problem is again then then you got the the kids who who learn that you know from the other kids like hey if your parents spank you you can turn them into child protective services and <sighs> instead of child protective you know backing the parent when the kid just got a spanking you know, all they do this they just reinforce the bad the bad habit and you know and it, it's it's yeah we're going down a bad bad spiral so exactly Rob, exactly that... i i've been on go ahead go ahead no go ahead go ahead go ahead i was going to say i've i've been on so many child protective investigation calls where that's basically what it came down to the kid was bad he got punished and then called, you know, DCF, and and we would go out there, and I would just tell the I would just tell the parents, look, if he's if he mouths off to you, slap him in the face. If he deserves a spanking, give him a spanking. You know. Yeah, I mean, I the same thing. And I would tell the kids that too. Yep. So I had one incident with a, I got a stepdaughter, and yeah, she was a teenager at the time. Everybody knows how teenage daughters are. Um, they're pretty much about the same till they're 50, I think. But anyways, um, <laughs> so same thing. She was being bad, and, you know, you know, I, I gave her a little, a, little, a little smack, and she ran across the street, called the cops, said I was abusing her. The cops came over. They asked the same thing. What would you do? She was doing this. I smacked her, and I looked at her, and they said, how long has it been? It's been about 30 minutes, I think. She had no red marks, no nothing. The cop goes, well, if the red mark lasts longer than an hour, then you can call us. Until then, don't call us again. Right, right. So again, that's but again, they're they're taking the discipline of how you raise kids, how you school. I mean, they're taking all the parental controls away from you technically and put it in the hands of the state is really what they're doing. Because if you do one one yeah. bad thing, next thing you know, they're involved in your life. Even if it's not bad, it's just again true. you you do something like you take all your all the belongings away from your kid and they call a cop saying they're being abused. Next thing you know, they're in your life. And that's that, that that's not how it should be. It's, it, it's yeah, it's destroying our society. It's destroying our, our ability to actually raise our kids the way we see fit, not how the state see fits, not how my neighbor sees fit, how we see fit, how how I see right. fit. Um, unfortunately, a lot of parents are parents. afraid of DCF coming into their life, so they don't punish their children when they deserve it. Yep, exactly. I I think that that's just a part of having courage, right? Courage is more infectious than fear, and we have to do the right thing. And sometimes the right is rarely po- what's right is rarely popular, and what's popular is rarely right. And so we we have to make sure that we're standing up for our children. If we don't fight for our children now, I think the fight right now is so it's gotten to the point where it's it's past the house being on fire. Our, our kids are already burning; they're and, already getting burns. Yeah. And it's not really just like me standing up for my kids it's him coming to help me stand up for me and my kids 100 percent. so again because everybody's fighting this battle by themselves instead of going to and say hey can you help me go and and show support with me come with me again just like when we go in and battle some of the bills and stuff we come together to go fight things we got to do the same thing to help protect our kids and our the next generation coming up so we're not a bunch of pansies uh, and and on discipline um on just disrespectful individuals yeah so exactly rob i want to thank you again i think i might have you on a full show for an hour and just talk about that and i, I also want to tell you that uh in in my role as the founder of fec united and as a fa- and as his role as a founder of fec united and uadf it is now your um, obligation to actually start those down there and get it started in florida <laughs> 
<laughs> Boy, he just you called you out. You can't be doxxed. <laughs> that part's over. So you're, this is an active recruitment for Rob on the air. I just want to thank you. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm already – not only am I a member, I I think I'm kind of running Florida for take. Yeah, he's, uh, he's UADF state president. <laughs> All right, he good. He just well, came on board. Yeah. Well, we, the, both of those need to be coming up together. Um, but I do want to thank you again for your commitment. Thank you for the phone call. I got to do a read, so we're going to let you go. And when we come back, we're okay, going to talk Jeff. a little more about this fight. God bless you. Talk to you soon, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. So I want to, I want you guys to know something. Um, uh, first of all, I got to read this to you. This is one of our sponsors. Obviously I'm out. I'm now a member of this. So we all want to make sure our family's protected in a medical emergency. What many of us don't realize is that the health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. And you would say, Hey, it can't happen to me. It's the 1%. 1% could cost you 30, 40, $30,000. Um, even with comprehensive coverage, you can get hit high with uh, high deductibles and co-pays for $85 a year. Um, you can become a part of the air med care network membership um, and uh, as a member, if an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Um, AMCN provides, providers are called upon to transport more than 100,000 patients a year. Uh, this is coverage that no family should be without. That $85 is for your entire family. It's not just for you, it's for your entire family. So if you break it down and you have four people in the household, it's $20 a year, it's, what is it, eight cents a day, um, it's the cheapest coverage you'll ever have. And obviously there's other coverages where they can fly you back home. If you travel a lot, that's really good coverage to have as well. So that is Air Medicare Network. And I, I sat down and told my wife about this and I go, hey, listen, I think you should, I think we should do this. She's like, $85? The Dude, way you, you live the way, in the middle of the city. The way you drive? <laughs> I don't live in the middle of the city. I live on land in the middle of the city. <laughs> <laughs> Now I live in the middle of nowhere, which I'm actually I should probably get this because. So so we're going to take a minute and talk about FEC United and UADF United American Defense Force. Um, everyone that's listening should become a member. You, I feel like we're talking about sponsorships and the eighty five dollars here and hey go buy that book. Uh, yeah, it's called Boycott and Boycott. But one of the things that Rob was talking about was making sure and what you just said is standing up for each other. Mm-hmm. Is that when when you have a problem with your your kids that. We come to support you. We don't allow this radical leftist ideology of anything goes to stand. And so at FEC United, one of the things, ways that you can, you can actually, you can get involved. You can become a member. And if you go to FECUnited.com, there's a, um, there's a, a place where you can actually join the movement. It's right up front. You can set up your United membership. Once you go through and you just tell everyone who you are, if you're a leader in the faith community, if you're a parent, you're a teacher, you're a business owner, uh, you're inter- interested in le- running for public office, you're interested in volunteering with FEC United, if you want to start a chapter or charter in your state, uh, this is where it all starts. So you can go to, FE- you can go to members.fecunited.com to register, and then it'll send it to you at $60, $60 a year. And then uh, UADF, unitedadf.com. Um, that's the other side. That's the defense force side. That's the part where it's a humanitarian organization that works in the community to protect us from this radical leftist, protect us from the things that are happening in our community. And frankly, also we've gotten involved in, you've gotten involved in things uh, such as the search for. Um, yeah, we've done a search uh, even for um, Susan, who uh, her, uh, she was uh, killed or disappeared 
um, last last year Mother's Day, and the husband was actually just arrested. But uh, we went out doing trying to do a search for her. We did a search up uh, up north Colorado for a toddler that went uh, missing. Um, and again, we just try to do whatever we can. Again, just get the community to come together. Uh, you know, eight months old, we still got some struggles, but we're we're ironing some things out and. You know, we're slowly getting involved uh, in helping uh, battle the human trafficking, which is going to probably get a thousand times worse with a lot of the uh, immigrants coming across the border. You know, all these kids that are coming with no parents, no nothing, I guarantee about 40% of them are going to be trafficked. Four kids were found by a farmer in Texas. Abandoned. Abandoned. One was completely naked. What do you think that was caused by? What do you, what do you think happened there? Yeah, I mean, it's... And think about this. You you walk upon four kids and one of them is completely naked. Well, it's 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 horrifying, and and nobody in the United States wants anyone to suffer. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying close the border because we want people to suffer down in South and Central America. The thing these people have to go somewhere. Um, they have to be yeah. You know, again, a lot of them they're going to be on the streets. They're going to be trafficked. They're going to be pimped. Um, you're going to see them in. I'm going to say you're going to they're going to see them in pornos because that's the only thing they're going to be able to do. Um, they're going to be, uh, you know, consuming trafficking isn't just sex trafficking. It's also labor. They're going to be in, in pretty much labor camps and, you know, not getting paid, you know, because they can't do anything because they're here illegally. Because if they go call the cops, they're going to get, you know, they're going to get arrested themselves and deported. Um, and that's what they tell them. Yeah. And, and so, these, they're not given access to the fact that they and the ones that get across the border that aren't intercepted by Border Patrol. We have no idea what happened to them. And, and, and here's the, the worst part about everything that they're doing Forced labor, sex crimes. You left one out, Tig. You left one out. Organ harvesting. Yeah. They're killing these kids. This yeah. is a big business. Dr. Bregan, when he was on in the first hour, talked about the fact that pharmaceutical companies do anything for power, authority, and money. Greed. Look at Fauci. Look at Fauci. Speaking of Fauci, can we actually play this? This <laughs> video is uh is uh tyler uh fisher he's uh he's a comedian so this is his video and um so i'm, I'm giving him credit for this video uh this is fauci let's go ahead and play it i'd say even if you live alone i would wear a mask in the house especially in the shower because frankly droplets can make the way through the drain and come up through somebody else's toilet, infecting them with COVID through the anus. Uh, ballpark in two to five to 20 years, we can start thinking about considering the idea of pondering the thought of conceptualizing the possibility of maybe perhaps reopening but probably not i would avoid having any fun whatsoever in the near to far future <laughs> just just to make that light that was fauci talking about uh whether or not we could have fun and uh, <laughs> uh i i could not stop laughing it was unbelievably funny so somebody just said i need this video well guess what share the podcast and they can watch the video how's that ah see how that worked that should be played at every pot <laughs> at every podcast you know, the droplets are the 
<laughs> come up through the toilet <laughs> into the anus. <laughs> Are we allowed a, to say that word? I'm such I don't a kid. I don't even know if we're allowed to say that word. I don't know. See, this is why. So somebody said that we should do a show. And I go, this is why we can't do a show. Our show (laughs) would be banned by everyone in the world. I almost got banned last week from my show. And you did, actually. And it was a great show. Yeah. It was a great show. (laughs) You guys didn't see the Modern Patriot show. You can go to conservative-daily.com. Go to podcast. Go to Modern Patriot and watch the show um, that Tig had last week. It was really, really good. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's truth, though. That's that's Fauci. That's what we have to deal with. So also, so <clears throat> we go back to like how they want us to buckle down, still wear a mask, still social distancing, all yada yada yada. But yet they're letting thousands upon thousands of illegals come across the border without being tested. Correct. So you know where you know where the next wave is going to come. Yeah. Again, I, I, so the 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 woohoo China virus is not it's it's not fake. It's real. But I think the the pandemic is fake in itself. Yeah, it's killed a bunch of people, but yeah. it wasn't the primary cause of death. It was other it was other underlying issues of why a lot of people died. Um, I mean, look, look, pneumonia and the flu is gone. A lot of heart attacks went down. And so you know, there's people who died in a car accident. And they labeled them as COVID deaths. You know, a kid got smashed yeah. by a TV. I hate to say it, but it got smashed by a TV, and they labeled it as a COVID death. Like a TV. Like, so if I were to grab this TV in front of us and smash you with it, that's what happened to him, or did it fall on his head? Fall, he was climbing up on the on the on the uh, um, the dresser, oh, and he had the TV terrible. up on the dresser, and it fell. It was one of the older, heavy ones, I guess. But again, it was a COVID death. You know, so it's like, what are the true numbers? Show me the true numbers, but they won't. They won't, why would they? Because they want to, they Why want, they they? want to let, let people it's live. Propaganda, in guys. Propaganda, 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 indoctrination. Again, zero point four percent of this country. So now I'm going to tell you what the blueprint looks like. I'm going to tell you what the blueprint looks like at UADF and what it looks like at FEC. We're going to talk quickly about it because, frankly, I want everyone to understand that this fight is just beginning. It's just beginning. If you think it's hard now, it's going to get much more difficult. But we're, we got to get in the fight. When Antifa goes to the streets, we have to go to the streets after them. I'm going to say it again. They go to the streets. We have to go to the streets after them. In every single city, we have to have 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. Save up your vacation time. And when they go in the streets and try to do something at night, we got to go in there and we got to make sure they don't do anything. I'm going to, I'm I'm not going to walk the line. I'm going to tell you exactly what needs to happen in Colorado. When UADF showed up in the streets. What happened? We reduced their effects. Well, the, again, the, they can protest all you want. We're not there to stop people from protesting. We're stopping you from damaging and beating people up and, yeah, just being violent with uh, the community. And that's, that's it. That's the only, yeah, it's the only reason why we're there. You can protest all you want. You have the right to protest. You should protest if you're pissed off. But you don't have the right to destroy and, uh, and beat people up just because you're pissed off and because your mommy didn't, you know, raise you right. And that, but but that's the the thing is we have to get we have to get toe to toe. Yeah, you have to get involved. We you have to get toe to toe. So we we are not going to win this back by letting them terrorize and make people live in fear. And if the police aren't going to do anything because they are basically told to stand down, then we must not stand down. They don't stand up for American values. Sorry, it's not the, what we're going to do. And I don't care if you like what I'm saying or not like what I'm saying. You know, just like there's a big rally going on this weekend, the 15th, pretty much almost a. Across the country, all kinds of places yep. on the fifteenth. I'll be there. Yeah, we're gonna we you know we'll be down, downtown again. Do we know the numbers? But no, we don't. But 
we're going to be there. So there's another, not another back to blue rally where, again, Antifa BLM rolls up, starts hitting, you know, 70 year old, you know, grandmas in the head with skateboards and murdering people. Mainstream media where yeah. uh, 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 murdered someone set up a deal and murdered a patriot. Yep. A guy so, that makes hats. Yeah. And uh, again, you know, we can't we can't be scared. We got we got to stand up. We got like Joe was saying. We got to go toe to toe. We do as much training as we possibly can. Um, and you know, if people show up to, for the training, they show up. We've actually been had some pretty good turnouts for the most part. Um, but again, it, just because you don't do the training doesn't mean you can't show up. Every again, this is America. Everybody has a right to defend her. Everybody. I don't care if yep. you're – you can be a felon and still join UADF. Obviously, you just can't carry a gun. We just got to know. Everybody does a background check because, one, I don't want no freaking pedophiles. I don't want no uh, domestic violence individuals, especially repeated domestic violence. Again, just doing what we can to make sure we uh, don't have any uh, so, Epsteins in our group. So Jason says this, I'd love to, Joe, but I'm not going out alone or I'll end up in prison. I understand what you're saying. That's you why ain't we're, going out alone that, if you come with us. That's why we're talking about FEC United and UADF. FEC United is the organization that works on faith, education, commerce, the things in our community that are most important. Uh, become a member at $60 a year. Become a member of UADF. Guys, it's super important. And becoming a member of UADF, you also get a U.S. law shield. That, again, that helps. If you got to defend yourself or somebody else, it doesn't have to do with a gun. Even if you use your hands, it, it's, it's a defensive uh, – protection insurance per se that uh it, it's mandatory you it, it comes with your membership fee with uadf and so again it, it helps with that legal issue for so, what you're saying well and it's and uh jambro said that primetime patriots will be there i want you to know something fec united and uadf will combine forces and we will stand with any other organization so if you're really passionate about your organization and you don't want to be inside of fec united or you have your own group great we can stand together we can still stand together it, it, it doesn't matter about fec united other than the fact that it stands and it has principled uh foundation that is working in colorado we are we have scared the death out of the democrats they're scared they write bad stuff about you bad stuff about me <laughs> they make stuff up they Makes lie the all the time and we continue to fight I mean, they pretty much slander, slander me for the most part. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did you see the new article that I said that, that uh, they actually put in the article this, this uh, uh, he, she, uh, Heidi Beetle. One. Yeah, Springs one. I get sent all this stuff. They, they did this article and said that I said that they were recruiting kids to be gay in school. They are. Gender fluidity is a recruitment tool to recruit kids at a young age to be gay, to be transsexual, bisexual, whatever. It's telling kids that it's okay, you're not a boy, you can hold on to that, wait until you're 20 years old, then you can decide whether or not you actually wanna be a heterosexual male or a heterosexual female. You, you get to decide. Then, that's recruiting kids to be gay. That's disgusting, that goes against all the values that anybody in the United States who is not an evil terrorist should support, period. So if you're asking me if I split, that I'm completely against uh, gender fluidity because I think it's trash, it is trash. And the people that are involved in it are trash. And the people that are in Antifa are trash. And the people that are in BLM are trash. They're trash. They're total garbage. And FEC United and UADF and all the other organizations across the country have to come together. We have to stop bickering over stupid stuff. We have to. And frankly, we have to show up. Uh, that, that event that is happening in downtown Denver on the 15th is also happening in cities and countries around the world. Yep. It's, it's worldwide. It's worldwide. And you know what we're saying? We've had enough. 
So get off your couch, put your you know nacho cheese pork rinds down. So isn't the 15th out there. Veterans Appreciation Day, right? It is. So why don't you go and appreciate your veteran by showing your support for this country and standing yeah. up? Yeah. Look, we, we, we are at a critical place, and we never want to talk about how critical it is. It's so critical. We're, we're past critical. You don't wake up every day, and there's a new problem, and the place is basically burning the ground. And now you have foreign countries, foreign entity, Hamas, Hezbollah. I speak Arabic. I understand what they say, how they say it. I've sat in rooms with them. I had never understood Durka Durka. Durka Durka. I have a lot of Arabic friends. I have a lot of Muslim friends that are good people. They but are, they don't yep. stand for the extremism. Nope. The extremism is what we have a problem with. Guys, liberal ideologies when it comes to uh, social issues, I'll let God work out most of that stuff, except for abortion. I'm completely against abortion. I am pro-life 100%. You don't get to decide to protect 95-year-old grandma or great-grandma and not protect a child that can't protect himself or herself. You can't do it. You can't. I want to protect my kids. You want to let the school system burn our society down and say, hey, listen, I want to go over here. I got a better idea. Let's homeschool our kids. Well, how much are you going to do? They're still going to take the same amount of taxes. Then they redivert that what? To Medicare and give it back to these leftists? Mm-hmm. And you want, to, you want that to be okay? No. We have to stand up. And President Trump said something. He goes, we are the party of law and order. Law and order doesn't exist anymore, folks. It doesn't exist. So if it doesn't exist and the rules don't apply to you and they get to persecute you and give you 87 months for walking into, peacefully walking into the Capitol because you're not allowed to as as a taxpayer to walk into the Capitol. No, it's an insurrection. Let me tell you something. If we go and create an insurrection, they'd know it. Yeah, they would. This is not an insurrection. And if you're and if you're a veteran out there, what what sacrifice is willing to be? What sacrifice have you already made? They did a they did a poll that said 67 percent of the people that are in the military support Donald Trump. It's probably more than that. How are you? But that's the ones that would actually talk. Yeah. So 67 percent. And we'd say, hey, look, we don't want to take this by force. They are forcing our hand. They are terrorizing our kids. But the thing is, though, also, you cannot, there's nothing you can do if you don't band together and start working together. Right. You can't just come together one day and say, let's go do it. No. It's, You're going to get your asses handed It's consistency. Yep. It's consistency. And we talk about becoming a member at FEC United. We talk about becoming a member at UADF. And you think, oh, it's about money. Neither of us take money from either organization. So, so what do you want to happen here? Do you want us to just to go out there and sacrifice and you stay at home? Okay. <laughs> then hit the donate $10,000 button, not the, the $60 button. And we'll go find people that we can bring in for the fight. Guys, this is, this is too big. And gals, excuse me. I don't want to leave gals out. I found that grandmas are actually the biggest fighters that we have out there. They have the most courage. Oh, dude. It's unbelievable. We, we got a lot. Yeah. It, even in UADF, the same thing. We got a lot of, a lot of older ladies that are like, let's go. Let's, let's do this. I, I got, I'm ready. I'll take a hit. And I'm just like, it's like, nah, I'm not going to, no. You can come, but you're not going to go out there and stand in front. Mm-hmm. But but they're willing to. That's 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 the crazy thing, man. You got all these alpha males. The problem with a lot of, I'm going to say the alpha males, their ego is too damn big, and they just they can't handle working with people, again, especially military guys who are civilians or, or just don't know exactly what they're doing. They, their ego is just getting in the way of actually standing and fighting together. 
it's 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 pretty it, it's kind of insane um but you know it's kind of to be expected you know i can kind of see it when i was contracting dealing with a lot of uh you know the, the the type of people that again wanted to join uadf and they just they're just yeah they just don't know how to calm down for one and, and teach other people what they're doing yeah how well to do it th- there there's another problem that we have and that there is a concerted effort to punish people who are patriots, mm-hmm. people that are standing up. The people that are actually arrested for January 6th. They're still in jail. They're still they're getting beaten. Yeah. One dude they're lost an beaten. eye. He lost an eye. Another one that has cancer. They literally put him in solitary confinement. Th- this is the America you live in? This is China. That's Pakistan. And, and by the way, they don't have any rights. They've taken all the rights away. Which is insane. You can't make phone calls. Can't see your family. No basic humanity inside of these systems, and they're being allowed to be beaten in our country by these leftist terrorists. Let's call them what they are. They're terrorists. Again, you can back the blue, but you can also not support the blue in certain That's ways. not the blue. These well, are, the, these well, are the correctional officers. Correctional officers. Okay. But still, they're still cops, okay. technically. Yeah, technically. But still, I mean, it's a, you know, it, I mean, well, so... For something like that, what do, well, I guarantee, obviously, what do we do? How do, well, how can we fix it? You know, is that do we do the million man march? Is it a march? million or is it a hundred million? March on the freaking capital. People, they're trying to lie to us and say that sixty three percent of this country supports Biden. <laughs> no, they don't. The drooling Biden, they can't get twenty people to show up for anything. He had the lowest. Uh, rating and speaking in Congress, I wouldn't say it was a State of the Union address, but... Nobody cares about it him. It was like, what, 11,000 or 11 million views? Yeah, it, like it's that? not even... It, it's not, and, and half of those people, if you locks, looked at some of the places where they were actually broadcasting it, were, you're trash, you're trash, you're trash, because he is trash. He is trash, Pino. What's He's with trash. The, Kamala Harris saying nothing about the border. Nothing's happening there. No. You, had the, you had the head of DHS come out and say... There's no, there's no one coming across the border. The borders are closed. They're what? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, they closed the doors. Everybody's coming across the freaking Rio Grande. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's why they're fighting. Uh, you know, four kids. You know, in the middle of nowhere on a farm. We we have had we have had our time where we could talk. We're done talking. We need to go down and secure the border. If they can't do it, we can do it. We are Americans. It's our country. Of the people, for the people, by the people. Did we forget about that? No, 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 no. The government is we the people now, remember? No, it's not we the people. The government is trash. That's what Biden said. Yeah, well, screw Biden. (laughs) He's trash. So are the two people standing, sitting behind him that day. You, you You have governors that are sending letters to Biden rejecting a plan to house illegals in their states. Unacceptable, unsustainable. The time for letters is over. The time for action is now. So if you want to get, you want to be a part of something, you want to actually look. We have a meeting in, in Denver on Thursday. I'm going to walk through all the hundred holes we have in the boat. We're going to walk through them all the way. Education, big problem. They're coming for that. They're going everywhere. Second Amendment rights, First Amendment rights. We're letting the uh, big tech companies actually become parts of the government. Yep. They actually stand for the government. They can do whatever they want. They can silence you whenever they want. Come in and say, hey, you can't say that. Is Parler down? Parlor is up now, but it, you can't actually get to it from the app. Oh, is that what? So that's the issue. Yeah, you can't I get to it from the app. I thought that I thought they deleted me too, because I, I don't understand it, and it won't keep you logged in. And and then Parlor, run by a guy, frankly, they, they got rid of the guy that was for free speech, and they put up a new Parlor, and then they're making new new deals with with Apple and Amazon and everything else too. Oh, can we? It's get, all about the money. It's all about the money. 
They don't care it's about not about it. taking a stand. The guys at Gab at least take a stand. Yeah, because it, it's crowdfunded, isn't it? It's it's a subscription based. Yeah, that's yeah. same thing, I guess. Guys, if you, if if you want to make a difference, you got to get involved and you got to put money. If it, it it is all about money at some point, because in order to actually do the things that we need to do, we have you to be have well to funded. Yep. I'm meeting with people every day, and I'm like, hey, listen, I need you to put in fifty grand. I need you to put a hundred grand in. I need you to build, you know, put a million dollars. I'm having conversations with people that keep talking about the fact that they're in the fight, and they're like, okay, so I'll get in the fight. Don't use my name. I'm like, okay, no problem. <laughs> and then I go, why not use your name? You're retired. You've done really well. Why can't I use your name? Like well, some people like they they'll say like their 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 spouse is still working and yeah. So they they need to, you know, make protect them too. So again, even with the UADF, we got members that are like that. You know, we, I mean, January 6th. Well, I'm talking about one in particular who's listening to us right now and he's probably giving me the finger. <laughs> I do it all the time. But you know, but you know January we lost a, a lot of a lot of good good members because the same thing you know they were coming down cracking down saying you know we're gonna start labeling these groups as this you know put people on no fly list and you know again they want to attack anything or anybody or any group that's gonna stand up for this country to what I think what the right believes in which again is you know stop the lawlessness stop the rioting the looting the injustice that is going on um, you know just like you know that uh, the teenager who killed the Uber driver. She's getting like two years in prison, if that. Three, yeah, two and a half. Yeah. So killed, it's killed a, a guy. Took him away from his family. Yep. Trying to carjack That's all it's worth. That's all it's worth. Killed him. Walked past his mangled body looking for her cell phone. Yep. That, that's what our country is going to. That's what our country is going to. Okay, so uh, we're going to have to wrap it up. But I want, I want you guys to know that Max will probably be back tomorrow. If he's not, I will be back. And I'll probably drag Did Tig he catch a liberal? Yeah, he got he he got a um, triactin. Nice. I, we're gonna need to give him a triactin. Triactin like a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's sexist. Sorry, Max. Yeah, or triactin. All right, so guys, I want to thank you guys for coming. We, obviously, we've talked a lot. Uh, you know, the first hour we talked with Dr. Pre- Peter uh, Bregan. He has a new book out. You can actually go order his book. I just ordered it myself, um, and that is can the COVID-19, the Global Predators. Um, you, you go order his book. If you want to become a member, if you want to open up a charter or chapter across the country, we will be doing that um, for FEC United and UADF. Until tomorrow, listen, I want to say something that I always say. Number one, God is still at the wheel. He's still in the middle of everything that we're doing. right? And somebody would say, well, Joe, it's not very Christian to say that we have to go fight and we have to stay in the street and that we have to go toe-to-toe it is actually I'm, I'm from the south side of heaven and that's how we handle things on the south side of heaven is we hold people accountable and we stop them from bullying and instilling fear in our society all right so my name is joe oltman john tig tigan and we will see you tomorrow well he-